It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage. Once again, on TwinTalkCast.com. And we're also doing it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com, eh? Listen, we do it every week, Tuesday night, because Tuesday is Twins Day, and it's a show by twins, but not about twins. It's by twins, but not about... But you know, Tuesdays is Twins Days, but you could hump a twin on Wednesday. Anyway, so we broadcast live, and what we do is we talk about whatever is topical, news, entertainment, politics... <laughs> Whatever everyone's talking about, but we do it through uh, the mirror or Did the you prism. Say topical, eh? Like something you rub on your skin? <laughs> I liked it, eh? Well anyway. put, eh? You can rub some of that topical twin, eh? Anyways, we got a fantastic show coming with you today. Coming with you. Coming to you today. <laughs> Listen to my grammar. Our show is fantastic. Today, I want to let you guys know that we have a very good friend of ours and an awesome journalist, multimedia journalist. In Spanish television, in the media of Spanish television, Miss Maria Garcia, Emmy Award winning Maria Garcia. She's going to be with us in a little while. She's going to be sharing the first hour with us because today it's not just a twin perspective. We got Maria Gar Garcia's pr uh, introspective perspective. How about that? I'm digging it. And <laughs> Maria's looking good too. You look great, Maria. She always does. Show. So also, we always have good-looking people here, starting with me. Eh? Also, want to let you know. Y luego con Jackie. <laughs> also, I'm very excited to let you all know that today, we uh, for our music guest, we have an awesome act. Uh, I saw them recently when I went to go see Lee Camp, um, the activist comedian. I saw him. In hey, wasn't Lee Camp on our show recently? And he was on our show recently. Go on TwinTalkCast.com and check out our previous podcast, and you will see that there's a, a podcast called A Moment of Hilarity, because we had Lee Camp, who's famous for his A Moment of Clarity segments on YouTube, and he's an activist, very smart and very funny guy. Anyway, I went to see him in concert and opening up for them another activist artist and group, Rooftop Revolutionaries. Before rock. They, they were awesome. I checked them out when they they sent their bio and all their 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 music. They rock, eh? They got a really good sound. It's kind of cool to have that uh, that uh, you know. No, they're awesome. That and that that I don't know. Well, Here in the garage, the, eh? the thing is, you're gonna love it. <laughs> Eleanor Goldfield. And Brian Marshak of Rooftop Revolutionaries are here. And I'm really excited to talk to them because I don't know if they know that I'm conservative. And I know they're pretty left-center. What's that? Left-center? You know, liberal. 
they're uh. kind of liberal and I'm conservative, but I really respect the fact that they, like myself, even though I'm a conservative, I'm angry with the way the media is covering the news and the way uh, uh, the government is infringing on our rights and so on and so forth. So aside from the fact... So that's pretty, you know, one of those sides, the other side. The, yeah, that side. So aside from the fact that they're going to talk politics, they will also perform and we're going to play one of their tracks from their album, Resolute. I was just told the album's called Resolute. Also, like we do... You're, I was just told. Like, <laughs> like, did like, you see it on their bio, eh? I did. Do your homework, eh? I saw it I on did. their bio, but I said the wrong name. I said Resolve. It's called Resolute. <laughs> also, like we do every week from Intio Luis's garage with the news and dirty laundry, multimedia journalists from NBC and Telemundo, the girl with the pink headphones, the girl with the skinny on everything, Jackie Casas is going to be here with the News and Dirty Laundry. Jackie, what do you got going on for us today? Hi, guys. Tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, California residents reacted strongly after two police officers were found not guilty in the beating death of a homeless man. Details uh. on that acquittal. Also, tragedy hits the town of Roswell, New Mexico, the nation's latest school shooting. More coming up on that on news. Also, record sales in the state of Colorado, $5 million to be exact. Guess what's been flying off their shares shelves? I know. Well, I'll let you know what <laughs> that know is. Of course, that and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. Awesome. And that's Jackie Casas with News and Dirty Laundry. We're going to have that in a little while, bro. So what do you think? I'm, I'm excited because it's been a few weeks since we've been here, eh? And uh, Well, we took that Christmas hiatus. I kind of... We took the Christmas hiatus. And then I got really sick. But I always... Take the everyday high Ada's. <laughs> it ain't just Christmas yet. It's, it's you know. dude. I got really sick. I got really sick. Let me I, tell you, two weeks. I believe ago, you. You always get sick. Well, two weeks ago I was working, and all of a sudden I started getting sick, and I go, I cannot get sick because I was looking at the prospect of working for two weeks straight without a day off, and they were long days because I covered the Rose Bowl, the BCS Bowl, and then straight into the Golden Globes, and with nonstop rest. And you know the one thing you need when you're sick. Is rest and boy was I just well you know you always get sick eh we were born sick uh, like I was ready to leave the hospital the day I was born but I had to stay there another two weeks because you were sick <laughs> I, I'll get out of here dude I was I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired but, but you know why you're yeah you know why you're always sick Jose because <laughs> you take flu vaccines eh uh, you always take those vaccines and they get you sick. Remember the H one A the, the, the I, swine flu? I got he the was, swine flu. Let me tell you, Jackie. He was all you over got telling the swine flu. Oh, dude, he I was, did. He was telling everybody, "You gotta have that shot. You gotta because he's brainwashed like that. <laughs> you gotta have that shot." No, chale, chale. He took that shot. Three days later, man, his eyes were redder than mine. I was sick. I was sick. I got pretty he sick. Was pretty bad. Um, eh? It was uh, pretty sad. I got. Um, but and you know what? I haven't been as sick. Until last week. I didn't get as sick as the H1N1, but I got really sick this week. And the worst thing is I didn't get to rest until today and half of yesterday. Because yesterday I got home like 4 in the morning after working the Golden Globes. By the way, the Golden Globes were fa fantastic. I, I didn't watch it, but that's pretty dope. I think they're pretty dope. Well, no, I didn't watch the show, but the pre-stuff, the media stuff, we were there. And a, a fire sprinkler blew out, but it was not you know sprinkling. It was gushing out like the actual sprinkler blew off on the red carpet. Oh. On the red carpet, and it, I go, I, you know what? Those wa that water must rest in those pipes for a long time because it stunk like sewer. Oh. 
and, no. And it was awful, man. And the carpet got flooded. The worst part is that all the area where the media was, where we were, full of electrical, high, high, high voltage electrical power, was getting wet, and we were scrambling to get our equipment out of there before we got electrified. This is at the Beverly scary. Hilton, right? It's at the Beverly Hilton, right? Yeah, it was at the Beverly Hilton. Wow, that's a lot of drama right before the show, getting it started. Hey, Lenny, you know yeah. what? You know what, Lenny? Let me tell you, um, we need to unplug the refrigerator in Theo Luis's garage because it'll cause a, us to it'll go short. Cause it'll cause a short. It'll, it's happened before. <laughs> where, where are the lights? Anyways, I want to welcome my sister Linda, who's sitting here and brought us some ceviche or something, tostadas. So we're actually eating some tostadas. Angel, you got to post that. Um, thanks, sister, for that. Mine's sister. half eaten. Um, so yeah, it was interesting. I, I got to be honest, I haven't been that afraid in a long time. Is that where everyone was walking down? Like the celebrities were walking yes, down, right in the middle of the red carpet. Hey, you weren't you weren't afraid of uh, of Mike Tyson practically biting your ear <laughs> off? <laughs> no, I, saw I was. That photo. I wasn't. But um, if anyone doesn't know, I I took a photograph with Mike Tyson and. One thing you do customarily when you take a picture with a boxer is you bring up your fist and you hold it up to their chin and they hold their fist up to your chin like if they're challenging you to a fight. Mm -hmm. But what I did is I just held the fist out to camera with a mean face. Little did I know that to my left, Mike Tyson was about to bite my ear off. And it came out on photograph. I'm going to share it on Facebook. That's again. a really good picture, eh? That's like a million dollar picture. It would be a trillion dollar picture if he actually would have bit your <laughs> ear off. You know what? It's got several hundred likes after you add up all the platforms because it's on Twin Talk, Facebook, it's on my Facebook, it's on Instagram, and on Twitter. And it got shared, and it had so many likes. It's amazing because it's such an iconic, iconic uh, thing for Mike Tyson. It's because the do. twins are icons, eh? <laughs> Anyway, so and you're that's, half of it. So that's what's going on, uh, you know. Um, um, it, how was your week? My week was. Check it out. I went over to the over in Buena Park. You know how because my in laws are here from uh, Guatemala, so we got to show them around. We went over to that uh, pirates dinner adventure show. How you was know? that? With the pirate one or the pirate knights one? The it was fun. It was a medieval. lot of fun. The medieval times got it's got the mojo though. That one's a lot better, I'll tell you. But the pirate one was fun because you you got a my our pirate was a green pirate, and uh, you walk in and they give you a little bandana to look like a pirate. And if you want, you could buy a, a, an eye patch. And I'll tell you, the little kids kept looking at me. I didn't put anything on, <laughs> but the little kids kept looking at me with my dreadlocks. So I had to. I went back to the entrance, and I put an eye patch, and I bought a bandana. <laughs> I'll tell you, dude, I was a star before even the show started. They took eh? pictures of you and stuff? Yeah, dude. I was like, ahoy there. <laughs> Give me some beer, wench. <laughs> it was dope. I was and rocking. Lourdes was tickled. Hee hee, I'm your wench. Oh, she was tickled. <laughs> my wife is tickled anytime. Oh, she thinks about I tickle my wife, huh, baby? She's listening right now. It, put on the headphones, baby, so I could tickle your ears, eh? Show. Anyways, it was pretty cool, but but if you haven't been, Jackie, you gotta do Medieval Times. That one's better. I've done Medieval Times. Um, I liked it. I enjoyed the show. The food, I would be a little bit more, you know, distant. It's the same that. thing on the the, uh, the in the pyro one. one too. The pyro one's the same thing. It's it's actually. But I, I had fun during the show. Yeah. I went for my friends like. I don't know, twenty fifth birthday or something. That she wanted to go to medieval times, yeah. so we went. But yeah. I never did the pirate one. Oh, and I was pretty lit up before because they let you in the door like an hour and a half before showtime. Did you get a little tipsy in the parking lot? I month? got lit up. No, I got lit up in the because you go, you could go inside and, oh. and then they have a bar. Nice. And uh, yeah, they was, have that big like light up 
cup that has yeah with, with the beer. logo on there. Nice. You can't light it up, eh? Because you could get seizures from it when you're drinking. Angel said seizures. You that you know what a seizure and a seizure is? Yeah, that's when you uh, when a you seizure. A, wait a minute. A seizure. Well, you're right. A seizure is when you when you get. Yeah, I guess you're right. A seizure is when you. For get, some reason, I heard seizures and be to be seized. You well, know, it's the, the same uh, thing, uh, eh? Like, like, no, there's a noun, and then there's a there's a there's oh, like a, when the cops, the verb, like when the cops raid your house, that's like a seizure. Yeah, too. there you go. That's what it is. They're like the same word, eh? I didn't, <laughs> never <laughs> even thought of they it. Are eh? the same word. Then, did you have a bottle opener? No, it's because over over in BP, we wouldn't say seizure. We'd be, oh, he got raided, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Caesar, Caesar, the great Caesar. Eh, whatever. <laughs> the great Caesar. <laughs> Anyways, I'll give a shout out to uh, the great Caesar también, eh? Caesar's Pizza. Anyways, the shout outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Junior, Mediterranean Cuisine, and Concert Venue. I'll tell you a little more about that later. And uh, But I want to give a shout out to some peeps from BP Hills, eh? Listen. Let's listen. Tony from next door, eh? Remember Tony and his fam bam? Claudia, Monica, Louis. What's up, Tony? Anna. Yeah. Shout out to you guys, eh? Doña Amalia y Don Luis, eh? I thought that his sisters were adorable. Uh, great, great. Awesome sisters, Love, lovely ladies, gorgeous, yes. huh? Anna and Monica, and then the, what was the younger ones? Anna, was it Anna? Claudia, Monica, Claudia, Anna. Claudia. They were gorgeous, one. pero were gorgeous. Tony. I'm sorry, you weren't that pretty, Holmes. Anyways, but you're a cool cat. A shout out to you, eh? Also, I want to give a shout out to Billy Scott. He's listening tonight. He wants to hear it from Jackie. Oh, shout out to you, Billy Scott. I love your loving messages on Facebook. There you go, Holmes. You owe me a beer, eh? I also want to give a shout out to La Nina. I want to see him mail that beer to you. Hey, he's he's going to come down, Isn't eh? Isn't that a felony? <laughs> I hope. And you know, if he gets a good tax return, he said he's going to come down to California. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah so. Hey, dude, I'll give you some names and some last four digits you can put I, in there. I know what this is going to sound like, but I'm going to say it anyways. He introduced me to Big Balls. <laughs> the song by ACDC. Oh. <laughs> He's the coolest white boy coming out of BP, eh? Also, uh, I want to give a shout out to a new niña over at KNBC, Nelsie Carrillo. Do you know her, Jackie? I do know her. Hello, Nelsie. This is Angel. And, and this uh, is Jose from NBC as well. Hey, Nelsie. She's awesome. Hey. And Jose is kind of cool, but he, he acts cooler than he really is, eh? Also, I want to give a shout out to Saul Dominguez over in Chicago, eh? This is who we are, eh? This is who uh, uh, who your girlfriend's listening to. Also, uh, Jessica <laughs> Shell. Because she don't listen to you, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Courtney Shell. And also to Shorty over at the, at the uh, Wayfair uh, Men's Prison, eh, Holmes? The package is in the mail, eh? I promise you, Holmes. I'll put some bu- some money in your books, también, eh? You got a shout-out? I have shout-outs. I want to say, I'll sh- give a shout-out to my friend, John Bevard, satellite truck operator and uh, also fellow softball parent. Uh, he works for NBC as well. Also want to say a shout-out to Bobby Cruz, audio guy and utility and uh, engineer at NBC. Thanks for, uh, you know, kicking ass with me at the Golden Globes. Want to give a shout out to Cameron Tucker and Scott Meadows. All of you guys kick ass. Hey, Scott, what's up, Holmes? Um, that's the guy that lives down the street, huh? Yeah, across the street down yeah, the street. Yeah, that big, tall guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's really tall. Anyways, those are your shout outs. So- you, know, you know what? We need to say, give a shout out to one of our most loyal listeners, 
Maria Guerra. Hola, Maria. Maria Guerra. She's listening again, and she's always pimping us. Thank you so much. Hey, that's translated. That's Mary War, eh? <laughs> I love it, eh? Anyways, your shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Junior the Second. It's a Mediterranean cuisine and concert venue in downtown Pomona, eh? That's a cool spot. Uh, just go to downtown Pomona, 296 West 2nd Street in Pomona. Tell them the twins sent you. All right, so we'll be right back. We're going to be talking with Maria Guerra. No, Maria Garcia. <laughs> Maria, you can call in too. I'm spitting. Maria Garcia, our friend. In Ger- I've known her for how long? 15 years? <laughs> Maria Garcia from uh, Telemundo Univision, a great journalist, Emmy Award winning. I'm proud to call her friend. She's going to be with us. Don't forget, Rooftop Revolutionaries. She makes some pretty good tapas too. Right? Also, Patriot Pass. And the chill lounge. The chill lounge. We'll be right back. Shoo! Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Yeah, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And you're listening us to... on TwinTalkCast.com and uh, on the largest internet radio network in the world, that's Live365.com. Uh, just look for Twin TwinTalkCast Radio there, and that's our radio station. That's and, like ours, eh? Like these twins have their own radio station. In a second, we're going to introduce Maria Garcia, but we have a caller. We have a caller on the line. Let's see who it is. Uh, uh, this is Jose from Twin Talk. You're live on the radio with TwinTalkCast.com. What's going on, my man? Who is this? Hello, can you hear us? Did he hang up on us? He hung, no, he's still there. No, he's there. He's on speaker. Take oh, hold on. on. Let me take him on speaker. Hold on. Hey, how you doing? This is Jose. Yeah, from Twi- yeah, yeah. Oh, can you hear me? This is Jose. Can you hear me? Yeah, who is? Yeah, who's calling? Huh? 
Who are you? You're like your vecino. <laughs> this is this is your vecino, homie. What's up, big dog? Vecino. That means neighbor. What vecino, Holmes? I mean, like everybody. You're, 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 ever since oh, ever since we had a radio, old ass neighbor from uh, from from, from Baldwin Park. Every, the one ever, that you guys. Uh, ever since we had a radio show, everybody says they're our neighbor, dude. <laughs> Who uh, are you, wait? No, but, but I was actually. I, I was I was a neighbor that used to like uh used to come to me for that. Hey Holmes, are you like on probation that you don't want to say your name or something? <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Holmes? Basically, I'm a felon. I'm a felony parole. <laughs> and uh, they know where I'm. If they know I'm on this line, dude, forget it, man. No trace it back. Hey, hey, don't hey. mention our names. So you're our neighbor from BP. Which one? From the left side or the no- or, or from the north side or from the east side, Holmes? <laughs> <laughs> You guys were the ones that used to always coming short for that weed, man. What's up? Oh, that, that wasn't me. That was, for that. that was my you brother, guys, Angel. You guys still owe me for that. I, I still remember that sack. Hey, you used to kick me down. That huh? was Angel, man. That wasn't me, dude. Hey. Hey, so who is this? Is this Tony? <laughs> who is it? Yeah, what's up, you guys? Hey, Holmes. It's Tony. What a surprise, hey, eh? What a surprise. What are you up to? What a surprise, huh? It's a little small world. Nothing. I was just... uh. It's a little uh, small laughing word. at that part where you told me that my, that my sister, uh, the pretty faces. You guys know you guys are not looking at her faces. You guys are looking at her big ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, are you talking about your sister like that? <laughs> well, her ass got even bigger. <laughs> hey, so what are you up to? Where are you at? At where you live at now? Um, I'm actually um, I'm staying at. I shouldn't say because, like I said, my parole officer might be doing it. <laughs> no, he's been looking for me, so hey, I'd you... rather not say. You know what I mean? Oh, right on. Hey, you sound the same. Hey, you look the same, también. Or do you, your ass get bigger too? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, my stomach did a little. <laughs> Uh, hey, hey uh, so what's up, Tony? I, you want to give a shout out to anybody? But hey, no gang signs. <laughs> what happened here, eh? Hey, we're losing you, Holmes. Hold on a second. Repeat that. For my family, my sisters, really, you know, I love them all. Mom, pop, dad, and a special lady by the name of Janet. Oh, that lady. And just about. The whole world, you know? What's up, man? You want to say had to be a special lady. And a very exciting girl. So excited. You got to be a special lady. Because you got me sitting on top of the world. Sitting on top of the world. You're in love. You're in love, man. Hey, you going to say hi to Bubba and the pen? Uh, hell no. <laughs> hey, Holmes. Stay away from that dude. It's no good that you you got in touch with us. Hey, I'm so happy, man. That's why I gave you a shout out because you uh you inboxed us on our Facebook, Holmes. I, I I saw a picture of a limousine. Are you like a limo driver now? Uh, no, that was actually uh I'm a part owner with that over here in uh, Rosarito. We rent that out. Oh, awesome. oh, is that where you're at, eh? Rosarito? Right on, eh? Oh, man, I blew it on. Shit. Hey, just don't... Man, thanks a lot. Hey, just, hey, just don't do any drive-bys with it, Holmes. Hey, that's awesome. We wish... Hey, Tony, we wish you luck on that venture. Um, I'm really glad that you're branching out, at, and we're really happy that you called us. Please, we are, we are, please give, give us your love. Give us your... Give our love to your sisters and your and your extended family, man. <laughs> your sisters and their... Okay, I will, but I'll... 
Hey, I got a quick question, man. You guys, you guys still dressing like the Prince? Like, <laughs> the Prince, remember uh, Purple Rain? Huh? You yeah. don't that Purple Rain hey, no more? Hey, that guy right? really does know us, huh? Yeah. <laughs> this guy's for real. Yeah, What's Jose, up, man? Jose you used to... Uh, put it on the hits, on the, on the lyrics? Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, we did. <laughs> Hey, the chicks dug it. Hey, you even your sister, Holmes. Up, yeah. <laughs> you guys almost won, man. You, know, you could have made it. We did. Yeah, we almost. We did almost win that. That's funny. You remember that there? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, so, please, please listen. Yeah, you guys want to be famous for that, man? <laughs> hey, please listen to the show every week and tell your friends about us and tell them to like us on Facebook. We'll give them shout outs. Hey, do do me a favor. Uh, why don't you send that's us a cool. link to your to your to your uh, you know limo company, man? I'd love to hit it up when I need it, man. <laughs> Yeah, when you come down this ride, let me know. We'll pick you up. Awesome. Hey, <laughs> awesome to hear hey, from you, man. Don't kidnap him, eh? Just <laughs> give him a ride. <laughs> uh, I, I can't guarantee anything about that. <laughs> hey, man. Awesome to hear from you. Have a, have a good night, brother. All right, guy. Bye-bye. Yeah, All right, cool, bye. Oh, wow. What a trip. That guy hey, does know us. Huh? Hey, for the listeners that don't know, Back in the day, there used to be a lip-singing show, kind of like a reality show, contest show called Putting On The Hits, where you could lip-sing your favorite band on, and, and you and you would, uh, you would uh, it was a contest, and you would win. So we went on, Jose in high school was Prince. He dressed like Prince. He had the long hair like Prince. He wore the eyeliners like Isn't Prince. Isn't there a picture of that on our Facebook wall he somewhere? Had, and he and the girls dug it. He he was in senior high school and senior in senior year. They loved it. They they knew him as Prince. So we did that. He did Prince and we did the backup. But we actually rehearsed it. My sister was in it. Our friends, our neighbors were in it. And your girlfriend at the time was in it. And we were Prince of the Revolution. <laughs> My baby mama. We were Prince of the Revolution. <laughs> we had the outfits that looked amazing. We rehearsed it. We, we actually danced did, it. Todo, and eh? we did so well that people wanted us to perform in their quinceañeras yeah. and stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah. And they would ask us. And they would ask us for our autographs. autographs after the show. Eh? Now, here, here's the story. Here's the irony. Here we okay. were. We I was air guitaring the bass, here's, <laughs> and I was signing girls. Boobies, boobies. <laughs> Mind you, high school. Fourteen-year-old no, well, girls, cochino. We were not in high school anymore. Yes, we were fourteen-year-old girls. Remember, we were, we were still in high school. We were still in high school. We were in high school. Yes, what? we were in high school. <laughs> All right, fourteen-year-old girls. Okay, I was fourteen. Yes, I was. I was. I was in high school. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> so the irony, real quick, and we got to move on. The irony is that the reason why people started thinking Prince, oh, you look like Prince, was because uh, that was in Prince's heyday when he first really got big. And I had grown my hair long. But the reason why I grew my hair long, Angel, was the truth. The truth of the matter was because... Because you had the Jerry Curl no, juice. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, as a teenager, who did we idolize, dude? Kiss. Totally. And Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons and all that took off their makeup. And I thought Paul Stanley was the coolest looking guy with those jeans and mm-hmm. his blazer and that cool fro long yeah. thing. Yeah. I could grow that you fro. You mean that behind you? That picture right there? Yes, that one right there. Oh. But it was from a different <laughs> album. Makes a face. Uh, from a different album where it looked more... It was from the Lick It Look, ladies and gentlemen, go online and search on Google Lick It Up from Kiss. That album cover made me want to grow my hair long. And then I became... Prince, because the girls liked it. Hey, Prince, so hey. So you started to wear. So the you clothes. went with it. I went Instead with it. Instead of going with the Kiss original look, whatever gets you laid. Whatever man. gets you chicks. <laughs> hey, high five on that, brother. High five, bro. Oh, good God. Anyway, <laughs> the oh foley God. artist over there. <laughs> what? I'm a radio personality, eh? And I got a pretty good personality too. For the record, my brother and I gave each other a high five, but the sound of it was goodness, and my brother clapped on the microphone for effect. 
You want to see the, the you want to hear the the flip you off one? <laughs> Boing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's leave that one alone. Okay, so we move on now. I want to I, I want to take the opportunity here to introduce our friend um, uh, with us today. Uh, we're gonna do something different. Instead of doing the typical, she's our guest, and we're going to ask her questions type of thing uh, on the second hour. Um, Maria Garcia is joining us uh, for the first hour for the News and Dirty Laundry seg- segment because I don't know anybody who has more to say about anything other than myself. About Dirty Laundry? <laughs> than our friend Maria Garcia. Mar- Maria Garcia has been working in journalism for a long, long time. Um, I worked with her for many years in Telemundo. And is that tofu? Can I just tell you? Angel, I'm talking. I'm Sorry. introducing our guest. Okay, my bad. And and I can't. She, Maria Garcia. Aside from the fact that we became very, very good lifelong friends, I love her dearly. We would fight like nobody's business as we drove from one story to the next because we have very opposing views. But throughout that, we still remain friends. Emmy Award winning journalist. I'm honored that you're here, Maria Garcia. Let's turn her up. Let's put the microphone up. We have- it, it would be good, yeah, if you turn it up. <laughs> Thank you, Jose, for this beautiful introduction. Uh, you're gonna take a, a, are you going to take a picture? Of your tattoo. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were taking a picture of my, of, of my mouth. <laughs> or like what? Yes, I have a little tattoo in, the, in my wrist. I know that is not very professional for a reporter on camera, but who cares? It's a and lovely tattoo. I love it. I, 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 I mean, it's the most beautiful tattoo in the world because it's my daughter's name. So how do you beat that one? You can't beat it. See, Melanie Griffith uh, got Antonio right on her shoulder. What if, what if? (laughs) (laughs) What if they broke up? But yeah, thank you, Jose, for inviting me. Sorry, guys, that I haven't stopped by um, before, but um, I listened to you a couple of times, and I think that um, working with a passion... Uh, like you guys do is 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 not work really. I mean, it's it's just fun, and in these times that media is so polluted, it and, is polluted. And I was looking I like for another that. word, but you know that my English is limited. Otherwise, I would add up a couple of more adjectives there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it unpolluted. Um, seeing you guys working as you do here on Tuesdays is, is beautiful. You know, Thank it's, you. it's free Thank expression, mm-hmm. and whoever wants to hook up and listen does it because they want to. Mm-hmm. Not because somebody's been promoting out there. They didn't stumble upon us on Channel 3 mm-hmm. or anything right. like they, that. Right, they actually wanted to come listen. That's a very good point. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for saying that. It's a, it's a freedom of expression and a freedom of choosing what media these days you want to uh, invest your time on. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, let's, so for our listeners who, who may not know who you are, will you let them know? Uh, a little bit about your background. You were born in Spain and raised in Spain. I'm I'm I'm, I'm from Spain. My family are everybody's there. I just came back for uh, Christmas vacation. Yay! And uh, I'm the only crazy one. I, I'm from a little town, so I'm from a rancho, but just from Europe. So because you're European, and we argue, uh, we talk about mm-hmm. in in our years working together with Jose, like uh, these. Um, Weird racism, you know. They go, oh, but you're from Europe, right? Oh, but you're from Spain. You usted habla mejor. Mm-hmm. Just because you're from Spain, you're supposed to speak better Spanish right. or be smarter or blah, blah blah blah. No, I'm from a rancho, right? Just that it's a little tiny. Yeah, I mean, like with with cattle and cows and everything, but just in Europe, uh-huh. this is the only difference is your geographic position. Mm-hmm. But I'm from the Pyrenees, which is as many may know. Uh, those are the mountains that separate Spain from France. So I'm super up north 
from Spain. Del and, Norte. Uh, and the town is name is Monzón, Huesca. I'm from Aragon. Not Aragon. <laughs> from the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Aragon is a beautiful And not Oregon. <laughs> Oregon, yeah, I like it. I'm from Oregon, Spain. <laughs> and I came here to study and I just fell in love with California. And I fell in love with all the immigrant movement actually I think that's what it really attracted me in, Cal in California more than the beaches and the surf and the sun and Hollywood and the bling bling right but after I graduated I discovered all this um, energy from all the Latinos here mostly Mexicans Central Americans um, fighting for their rights and um I thought I really really learned the the value of the word community Interesting. In a and city I'm like, here. In a city like Los Angeles. And you lived in San Francisco. San Francisco, right? 10 years, and then another 10 or 12 here. And how long did you work in television? Uh, how long have you been working in as a journalist in California, or in the United States? Period. 18 years. Wow. Well, maybe more, maybe 20 with radio. I started in a little... A little bien, bien chuntis paisa, <laughs> a radio station in San Jose. By the way, KNTA, Radio Canta, that it was the first radio station in California going 24-7 in Spanish back wow. in the days, maybe oh, in the really? 30s and the 40s. So it was a small AM, mm -hmm. but with history. And, uh, That's oh cool. man, for a girl who just came from Europe, uh -huh. landing in a little Chuntis radio station with like <laughs> hardcore Mexican regional music, yes, yeah. I can write a book. Wow. <laughs> I mean, my eyes were like, bang, like, I couldn't believe it. I mean, but I, I love getting surprised by cultural differences. I think uh -huh. it's beautiful. No judging. It was just, for me, it was amazing. It was mm. a, a whole new planet. We talked a lot hey, about hey, that. How, how was that? Uh, and I survived. Well, you, you were the Grand Marshal at the parade in our hometown. And, and, but it was accidental. Was that like Jose had nothing another, to do with it. Was that, was that like another planet? Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, wait till they you know, call is, us is to Manuel, the Grand Marshal. Is Manuel still the, the mayor of your I don't know. rancho, um, guys? I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. Either. No? And if anybody okay. knows who's listening from okay. Baldwin Park, he was let, for, okay. let can, us can know. Can they answer that question? Is Manuel your Manuel mayor? Manuel Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Not anymore? Manuel Lozano. He's the one who invited me, Manuel Lozano. Mm -hmm. He was there for he, a we long went to, time. We went to school with him, right? I remember. Yeah. yeah. So also, uh, how long were you? Um, and so we, we met. Working at Telemundo, yes. And boy, can we tell stories on that? But let me. Let me interesting thing is that Maria got. We worked on a, a lot of the special assignments uh -huh. stories, so we had um, some creative liberties when it came to the, the way we put. We had together. a lot of fun. But Maria Garcia has a way. What's interesting, I think, it comes from the fact that you're you have that European background. You you don't look at um, you didn't come at journalism as a sort of mainstream, but you're also a bit of a rebel. You have Me? A, yes. No oh, way. Now as a mother, you say that. <laughs> but before, you wore that proudly. But, you know, and it, and it made for a good storytelling, for uh, a different way of looking at things. And that's something that I always enjoyed uh, when I worked with you. And the neat thing, too, is that we actually would push and pull. Because you'd be like, well, I want to say it this way. I'm like, yeah, but we should do it this way because... <laughs> and somehow we did. We made some TV. No, but that, that's, the, that, that's the teamwork. And I think you, Jose, are great at teamwork. And, and I you. am too. I am mm -hmm. too. You are. And, and uh, uh, although I'm very opinionated and yes, uh, very strong and very like... A, I'm like a ladrillo, tonton, like a brick. But at the same time, and everybody who knows me, 
I'm very open to ideas, open to... It's, it's a weird combination. And you too, Jose, you can be like a, like a total break, very yes. stubborn. <laughs> yes, he can. But, but it's very easy to spend a long day next to Jose. For me, Thank you. we would work 12, 14 yes, hours together. Me, yes. and, <laughs> <laughs> that's because I'm, I'm not his twin. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't live with him for nine months. But um, we are both very opinionated and we think we know it all. And, but at the same time, we are very popular with people. We are very, I, I would say charismatic. Yeah, I'm charismatic. I go to places and I make friends like yes. these. Amazing. And I never make people feel bad. Mm. I, I'm very inclusive. So it's a weird combination. Yes. People do love you. I remember when you were the Grand Marshal in our town, which is predominantly uh, Hispanic. They were going crazy when they saw oh, you. And let me tell you something. That's because they saw me up on a on a convertible. No, because <laughs> no, you're awesome. Let me let me tell you what our listener uh, Tony, the, uh, who just called, mm -hmm. he says, "I love her. I want to talk to her, Maria Garcia. I'm a big fan. Tell her the oh. limo is waiting for her whenever she wants to come to Rosarito." What is he doing, in Rosarito? He moved there. He's got a limo we business. don't know. He's in, he's he's incognito. He's on the witness protection program. Uh, <laughs> also, I wonder if he got to Rosarito in a bus from downtown. <laughs> I'm afraid to say it. Also, Billy. By Scott, the way, you and I were in downtown, huh? Yes, a couple of times. A couple of times for different reasons. Though. Yes. <laughs> Billy Scott chimes in on Facebook and he says, "If she speaking of Maria, if she wants to see a different culture, send her to here to." Arkansas. Have you been to Arkansas? That sounds like a wild idea. Mm -hmm. That's great. <laughs> That's exotic. That's a reality. These days, Arkansas is exotic, and especially for me. Then you, that's another rancho. Mm -hmm. That's another ranch. But I like ranchos. I like little communities. That's that's a reality show. Maria Garcia takes on <laughs> Arkansas. <laughs> Tomorrow, they, this week, she's in Little Rock. They would burn me in a stack. <laughs> in a stack that's, that's how you say it? Steak. In a steak. Whatever. Close enough. <laughs> that's true Spanglish. It's real Spanglish, right, Angel? What is that? Burner on a, uh, on a bistec. <laughs> it's it's Castellanish. <laughs> anyway, so um, thank you for being with us. Oh, uh, we we are so happy you're going to be with us. One of our favorite, actually, one of my favorite segment of the whole show is the news and dirty laundry. Mm. And so, um, in a little while, right now, we're about to go to Jackie because. Oh, but first, we need her theme music. I like how everyone's head starts bouncing. We start bouncing. So, yeah. So now when you hear that guttural beat that grabs you from the loins and says, it's time to listen. <laughs> it's time to listen to. <laughs> so many hand gestures and head bopping with that song. The girl from with from the multimedia journalist from NBC and Telemundo, another gorgeous Latina in the house. <laughs> There are three beautiful Latinas in the house. The third one, of course, is Mama Linda. And, um, uh, which is actually our sister. Which is actually our sister. <laughs> the girl with the skinny Details. on all the news, politics, and entertainment with the pink headphones, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Jackie Casa. Thanks, guys. I missed you guys. We uh, were off yes. on break for a long time. Yes. I always miss you guys. Me too. But I'm glad that we took last week off because Jose was really sick. Oh, my God. I was sick. And he was trying really hard to do this show, and I kept telling him no. <laughs> No, he's like, what, what if I just engineer the show? I'm like, no, I know you. You're not going to like keep your mouth shut, yeah, right? even was, though you're just engineering. Good, I'm glad because I was like, I hope Jackie doesn't get mad. Eh? But I was like, no, just go ahead. Call in sick. I, I do it all the time. At I work. I felt bad because the listeners, you know, they, they, yeah, they want to listen every I week. Know, so we I thank know. you But guys. they would want your help. Yeah. Jackie, we brought you a oh, gift. Oh, yes. 
I have a present Open your here. gift. I love how it's blank. It's like, a- it's very, like, romantic. <laughs> we oh. Open your gift. Yes. We, we It's a late Christmas present. <laughs> I, the to and from is blank. <laughs> so mysterious. Like, was it Tio Luis? Was it you guys? Let's lower the music. I want to hear the rapper. Okay. I'm not going to clap in front of this. <laughs> so, it's a, a square box. I'm thinking a mug. I like mugs. You like mugs? Yeah. Okay. A candle? Well, you're going to like this. Or a candle. Oh, I love candles. Ah, it is a mug. But it's the <gasps> mug. Oh. And all mugs. <laughs> How perfect. Hold it out to the camera. I've never had a mug of <laughs> our own together. show. You never Can had you a mug? <laughs> That's your mug shot. <laughs> it's a twin tuck with nice, Jose Angel guys. mug, eh? Merry My Merry parents Christmas. will love seeing this up in the cabinet. Uh, awesome. Well, and use it. Don't, don't just leave it in the cabinet. Use no, it. No, well, when you be in cheese. between uses, you know, have it in display for the guests to see. Thank yes. you, guys. You're Very welcome. nice of you. I don't wish we could do more. That trip to Hawaii. I you would, already I took would, it. So. We, we would have <laughs> put a picture there of, of you two, but you I know there pretty. are no pictures of you're me. You're too pretty. That's okay. That's fine. I don't mind. Let's keep it that way. All right. So what do you got going on in the news and dirty laundry? Okay, guys. So let's get started. Um... Two former Fullerton police officers were found not guilty this week in the beating death of homeless man Kelly Thomas. This was after two days of deliberations where a jury of eight uh, women and four men acquitted the former officers Manuel Ramos and Jay Cicinelli. All charges in connection of the death of the 32-year-old homeless man, Kelly Thomas, who died on July 5th, 2011, after being beaten by as many as six cops. This encounter between Thomas and the officers was captured on video, which was posted online and resulted in much public debate. Ultimately, what happened in the video was that police got into an altercation with Thomas at the Fullerton bus depot after responding to a report of someone breaking into cars. As he struggled with the authorities, Thomas screamed for air and repeatedly called out for his father. He was taken to the hospital after losing consciousness and was taken off life support several days after. Hey, you know what? They, um, that's not cool, man. I think that uh, it happens too much. I used to see it happen in Baldwin Park before, but you know, it wasn't like a big deal before. I tell you what, though. I saw your tweet. You said F Fullerton Police. Yes, and I mean it, eh? And you know what? I got to say, you didn't hear all the facts. There's a, there was a lot of facts that came out. Oh. If you're one of the, if you're what you're saying, oh what you're saying God. then is what you're saying is that the jury is is you, you might as well tell the jury fuck the jury because they're the ones who determined them too. Yeah, them too. There there, there tw- was a jury of your peers. Okay, there, there are twelve people there in the jury, and right. they all determined that it was it was uh, uh, it was within. Uh, police policy, but you happened. look at the video; it's not within police policy, or or if it is, police policy needs to change. That's a very good because point. police policy is you know bully them and then you know ask questions later, and that and 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 if if you if you read, so you're saying this, you're saying that they were bullying him you, because they, they were bullying because they got him. A, a book because they got called 
They got called and 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 they've had issues with but, them before. When, and this guy's a two hundred fifty pound man. Do, he was resisting arrest. Things happen in this situation. But, but the a, cops like, were like four hundred and fifty pounds each. These guys are huge. Four hundred and fifty pounds <laughs> each. Did you see their mugshots? They look way <laughs> scary. I just wanted to add that the defense attorneys argue that Thomas's death was a cause of an enlarged heart caused by years of drug abuse. That's that, what one of that's their. That's what I'm saying. Their their I thought it was an asphyxiation caused because it collapsed. Uh, his, no, his no, right here collapsed because of the electrocution, and uh, that's what people think. Chest. That's that's a misnomer. It came out during the trial. We covered it over and over. Mix it came nomer. out. The, tri- the guy had an enlarged heart. What does Expedia.com have to do with this? <laughs> the guy had an enlarged heart, and it ha- he had and issue. probably aggra- aggravated from the shocks okay, that they exactly. gave him. The only way it's they- a combination of everything. You cannot tell. Oh, it's because he. He was a drug addict. He was like uh, this person, ta ta ta. That we're judging too. Uh, I I totally agree with um, Angel here. In, uh, in the policies have to change. First of all, um, I know Jose because through our years of experience uh, covering these issues, that sometimes uh, the the officers are in danger and they can they don't have time to judge or measure exactly what they're facing. And they just react like you or I would react in, in like uh, it's, like it's an animal impulse. But uh, we have to agree too that the police in um, in this region of the world is being abusive in many many occasions. They so are. people lost trust. I hear what you're saying. And when they hear this uh, this headline news, they go immediately. Police, they are the bad guys. That's the problem that I have. With but it's a reputation that they earn hardly working. Bullying, pushing. Me, that's a very good abusing. point. You know what? They, but, they, but, they they but to go to what, to go with what you're saying, Maria. To go with what you're saying, um, 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 Linda wants a mic. To go with what you're saying, Maria. <laughs> um, um, I agree that too many people immediately judge, and it clouds their judgment. They don't mm-hmm. want to get. All of the facts. For instance, you said that things need to change. Well, things have changed. They, for instance, they can no longer do the chokehold because it was people Thanks were <laughs> people were dying, and now they have different techniques. In this case, they use what's called the swarm method, where every officer grabs a limb and tries to put him down, and it looks bad on video because there's so many officers on top of a guy, hmm. but it's not as easy as it seems to take somebody down who's fighting and belligerent. The the fact of the matter uh, the fact of the matter is that but he was totally provoked from the from the get go the fact of the matter and it, and and it's it is it only takes two guys man it only takes two guys uh, uh, to take you know if if one guy can't take it down you only need a second guy maybe and you don't need to be maybe he, they crushed his skull did you see the guy hitting him but he didn't got, he die was from a hitting him skull. in the head he died from an enlarged but, heart the, the corner still but, he shouldn't hit the skull yeah he should well, uh, he died okay, from the heart whatever but, still. Don't hit my son's skull. That's yeah. a good point, but I that's not what the trial was for. You know why? You know why cops? Murder, are... yeah, but um, but uh, I mean that guy hitting his skull should be punished. Yeah, I agree. You know what? They're that's bullies. Not the training they get. Let me tell uh, you. Uh, know t- why? You Tony know why? says on Facebook, "Fuck the police, man." Oh, he said, "Don't tell them I said that." <laughs> <laughs> well, why'd you say it on Facebook? Hey, uh, <laughs> let me tell you, the, the policemen are bullies. You know why? Because. Uh, because they're always overheating, eh? They they they're they're frustrated because they're hot all the time. They're, I want. I want they don't have cops sw- and bad cops, like it's, good people, bad people. I mean, you cannot. I, I just you know an observation, and I made what this I was is Mama saying. Linda, yeah, my, I'm our sorry, sister. This is Linda. I was in Europe for three weeks just this summer, and I swear the three weeks that I was there, and we drove all over the the country, Belgium. We went to um, Germany and stuff. 
on the highways and in the cities. I think I saw three patrol cars. Mm-hmm. I see at least three patrol cars on my way to drive. In and, Belgium and, and, and now and what we're going to start uh, arguing with Jose. And, you know, I, what, I'm going to tell you what why. Is, I'm what is tell this you telling why. me? Is this telling me that we have a, a, a over-police state or no, are we just you, more, uh, a more this violent? country has a violent society due to the like open access to guns. Oh, my and God. Here we go. Yes, totally. Oh, no. I come from a country where the violence is so minimal it's that you would laugh. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, our police officers run on, I mean, they just ride bicycles and they don't even carry a gun <laughs> because it's an unarmed society. Also, I don't know why this is something that I wish a doctor or a chemistry expert would tell me. The drag, people who does drugs there are more like mellow. Here oh my they, god. Yes, I swear. Here, I mean all these all these things that this guy was on drugs and got off his house and tried to kill a thousand people. You don't hear those news there. I mean the people they do drugs in their in their garage or their homes and then they get wasted and they fall down on, but they're not so violent to go out there and kick some somebody's asses. And then the guns. I mean, if the population is unarmed mm-hmm. mostly mm-hmm. The authorities don't need to be like mm. people. Mm. Here, I don't blame the police officers. I go out, I'm like um, Officer Tom, you know, and I go out every morning out on the streets. This is the freaking jungle. You don't so, know who's so, got, like, so uh, what you're saying is that. He's gonna pull a gun in you your saying, head and kill you. So, so they're already pre, how would I say, pre programmed. To go yeah. and 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 they think that everybody's gonna try to kill them. Everybody Poor guys, that's a job. Are you, are you s- that's horrible. When I'm, you I'm, go to Belgium, you go to France, you go to Germany, and the officers are smiling in the corner. Hi, yeah. ladies. Are you saying? Here, are you saying? Here, you don't even see they carry a gun. They what you're saying then? Gone. What you're saying then? Where, where I work mm-hmm. in Fontana, I'm, I'm. It's a violent society. I'm a law-abiding citizen, and I get nervous when I see police. Why? I don't know. Me too. I <laughs> grew up looking at police officers like the guys who. Because uh, help you to get find an address when you get lost. One time I was driving. I'm not kidding you. That was, was your job. I was driving and I hit and I was getting off the freeway and I stopped. Mm-hmm. And then the pull a cop pulled up next to me in a motorcycle and he says, "Are you Angel Hernandez?" <laughs> so um, I swear. <laughs> I was. Oh no, I'm Jose. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying then is that. Um, Europe is a much more civilized society civilized. because because they don't Less have violent. guns. Let me let me let me read you something. Why then is there a European? This is from the World Health Organization, which mm-hmm. you would say is a very esteemed um, organization. I'm sure because it's such a socialist organization. So I'm sure you'll agree <laughs> with it. Um, why is there an oh. abstract and a report <laughs> okay. and, and a report on crime deaths? And it said the European report on preventing violence and knife crime among young people mm-hmm. in Europe. You know why? Because if you take away the guns, they're still going to kill each other with no, something else. I'm going to tell you something, Jose. And this is something that is prov- being proven. If you try to kill me with, with a knife, I have a bigger chance to survive and make it to a hospital than if you shoot a bullet in my head. But if I have True a gun, I could stop you with that no. knife. No, if no, I have no. gun, you because will not if knife me. you get me. a gun, the other guy gets a gun and he's like a thrill. Okay, uh, forget about those details. Go to numbers. Pull your Google numbers. How many people were killed violently in Europe and U.S.? And you have the answer. The, and the only difference in those two societies, because both are civilized, both are first world or whatever, the, devel- the developed world, is the fact that it's an 
armed or unarmed society or community. The and problem with that, and friends. you should understand we'll this. We consume the same drugs, listen to the same and music, you, have the same uh, habits. The only thing is the gun. The gun for us is out of our lives. Therefore, the authorities don't need much guns. Now, if the society is armed, the officers are going to be total pit bulls. Yeah, but, Can you but control what a society with guns in guns? Provoke more violence, and um, I don't know. You know what, though? What, what I never saw some so many but violent what, people. But what happens? Like Hold on, we're, de we're deviating a little mm -hmm. bit right here. The cops they bullied an unarmed homeless man. They work in the jungle, and they and they're they, all like, Coo -coo. and they and they bullied him because they can, because they can, and they can get away with it. And they have the guns, and they have the weapons, and they. They can bully anybody. In this case, it doesn't matter whether you have a gun or not. The problem, yeah, a gun. The problem I have in your ass. problem a gun in your belt makes you feel more macho. And, oh and, come yes, on! And, a, and the officers walk around with their guns, yeah. and I've seen some like they put the hand here yeah. and they give you a look. I don't know. It's 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 um. Look at the movies. It's it's, it's a culture. You have the gun here. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna say something that I usually don't say. You know, I have a big dick. <laughs> that's how they feel. Yeah. And that's how Ladies and gentlemen, I do people. not own a gun. <laughs> so um, they do show it like if they're a sense of authority, a sense of yeah, power. Whoa, look at me. I'm on top. I'm in charge here. And that attitude is what it you know, projects here. Uh, so here's the deal. Um, I lost my train of thought because you're talking about penises and that just throws me off because I don't want to hear about that. But um, um, the problem I have with that is this. Look, you know because... Jose's thinking about dick. Coming from, <laughs> coming from Spanish, your, your history, uh -huh. you know, where... where um, uh, um, uh, the, the king of Spain or whatever was just a tyrant. What was his name? Let me find it here. There's a king Which in Spain? Uh, there were so many kings, so many tyrants in your history. Uh, what oh, happened? you don't have tyrants here. But, but <laughs> no, that's my point. That's oh, my yeah. point. Who well, has the connection, the king with the police? Let in, me, in, let, in where, that's why I'm telling you. Because any society, that any government that wants hmm. to disarm you does it out of power. The, this, whole, this whole narrative, this whole, hey, uh, hey, sound guy, will you pay attention here? Hmm. This whole narrative... This whole narrative, they want us to talk about this. They want people to be afraid, one, to take guns, to own guns. Two, they want people to be no, no, vilified. No, 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 guns are bad. They, want, see, they that's don't what want they you want. to be afraid. That's, they want I mean, you, this is a that's fact. What they want you to a say. fact like the world is round, that's like a That's what they want you to say. Guns kill. So you people eliminate kill. guns from your people society kill. and you become a more peaceful people society. Kill. People no. kill. No, I'm going to tell you something. People killed in a lower rate without guns around. And that is a fact. Did you know? That's a big, oh, big you fact. Be, I'll give you a, a fact. Blast. I don't need Cops to, kill. You know, more yeah, people because died. they have guns. Did you know yeah. that more? <laughs> because they have guns. Because, yeah, because the they can get rid of it. 2013. Because they have guns and they think they have big dicks. 2000 statistics haven't come out yet. <laughs> but the real fact is they got little dicks, so they Jose, have the big dicks. The world <laughs> is too big. The 2013. And, um, let me just say, out of the, you, fifth, the you FBI. The people that are in favor of guns, they you have the most amazing statistics that make no the, sense. No, the FBI. I hear you on that. I hear F you on that, okay, baby. wait a minute. The, I'm I not hear talking you on about that. statistics. Hey, I'm talking about my life F experience. The FBI, Communities with no guns are very peaceful. The FBI statistics. I've seen it with my eyes. The FBI statistics <laughs> alone show mm -hmm. that it, the 2013 statistics haven't come out, but in 2012, that more people <laughs> in America died from knives than guns. Oh my! I had God. that statistic. Oh, I'll find it right now. Oh my! It is God. A no, FBI. No, now, why no. would the FBI give me, give me, lie give me about a break. that? 
give me but a break. See what, because what, the, that's a problem with, the, with the liberals. The National Rifle Association is giving a lot of no, lobbying money to everybody. Oh, come on. Did you, know you get your check, Jose, that's this so morning? Funny. <laughs> that's you know so what? funny. I think, I think what, what Maria God, is saying. The mafia in the world, those what people, saying, they are. What Maria, what I understand you saying, mm -hmm. Maria, is that once posture, and in this case, a cultural posture, changes when you throw guns in the mix, because then people are think, What up? Mm -hmm. You talked already. People are Shut violent. up. Yeah, you got and, your share. Then and, uh, I'll let and so, Angel talk. So people have a posture and a stance of like they think they're badass. So yeah, yeah maybe more You're, people killed with knives, but the posture was already there. And in this no, case, more people don't kill with knives. Believe me. Yeah, no, mm -mm, that's but impossible. It, it doesn't matter how you kill; it's the posture. In this case, you know, um, it's um. So you're telling me that if there's no guns around, all of a sudden, ma all of a sudden people magically are peaceful? Baloney. No, no, no. It is no, our no. nature. I mean, no. It is we our have, nature. We have the violent deaths the, the, also in Spain and Portugal. You said, but they're you said much peaceful. less. You said peaceful. No, it's more peaceful. I am, it's I am, it's I am, the attitude. I'm regurgitating it changes, what you said. It, it, truly, it truly changes. Um, for some people, I'm not going to say for everybody. I know people who own a gun and they're, you know, very centered and, and smart and they make a good um, uh, judgment. But most of the people who have a gun are not like that. And they no, that feel empowered and they that are more idiotic true. and millions. they are Maria, more aggressive. Maria, and they, you're and they talking go, about millions. I have a gun I, on my glove compartment, therefore... Uh, I'm the king here. They millions, feel, Maria, and, and sooner or later mil, they're going to use it. The millions of our list, out. the millions of people who are listening to mm -hmm. us right now, who the own millions. guns, who peacefully own guns and never use it against a person, will be offended because it's, the majority. It, why do you because, want any of you who never use it against a person? Maj that is useless. Then the majority of people of who it. own guns don't ever kill anyone, and that's a big misnomer. Oh, you wait just, a minute! You just who kill people? Those who like me who don't own guns? No, the I majority so. of people who. Own own guns do not kill people. Be there are millions of gun owners out there who yes. do not use but them against another person. In America, get get the facts on Google. How many young people die from bullets versus Europe? That's the number. You don't need anything else. That's no, the but number. We're, but we're talking you have guns in your streets, you get your kids killed. Then let's talk that about, is a fact. But why is the World Health Organization have a report out on violent knife deaths if it wasn't a problem? Because if it, you're telling me this peaceful society in Europe is so peaceful, no, it's, it's obviously it's, a problem it's because it's less they have a violent report. than here. It's no, ma much but more it's peaceful. Clearly, your sister was there not long ago but, and she but was why, surprised. But I'm not. Hey, uh, I'm quoting the World Health Organization that says it's a problem that there's a, knives. Of course, we should also control the acts of violence, but the guns top the knives, and they will always do. Not in Europe. More dangerous. Europe, more people die from knives because we don't have guns. Exactly. So you so have to, to pick go another down one. No. The point. I think, <laughs> no, Jose, you don't because the people who dies with knives are a number much, much lower than with guns. Just distorting reality here. Of course, if we don't have guns, we die from something else. But the numbers are much smaller. I think just that's the, the point. I think that just the availability of guns creates or adds to our violent culture. Totally. I the, think we have totally. a violent culture it, and just the access mm -hmm. and availability of guns and not just that. I mean, guns are glorified by some people. It's glorified in every movie Hollywood you probably watch. Them exactly, our violent culture. It adds music. to our violent culture, and that is that is it's basically that's it all. It all goes together. The violent culture. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with owning guns. Okay, if our culture wasn't so violent. But you know what? Then it just it's 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 in the media. It's in the movies. It's in a lot of and things. We have a very violent culture. It is. And in in. 3.13, according to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives, 
3.1 million National Fire, uh, Firearms Act registered weapons in the U.S. There are 3.1 million registered weapons this in the U.S. Think about it. If everyone... And, and, let me and, finish. Let me finish my point. If everyone was so violent, as you said... No, let me finish. Let me finish. people are... And you said people. And if they the were, guns are think, out there. But, but think about it. 3.1 million that are registered. Mm-hmm. If guns were the problem... Don't you think we would be all dead over here because there's 3.1 million? No, no, no. no. The guns, okay, Jose, you're distorting all again. The, 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 you said the, guns the, the kill data. people. You said yes. guns pe- kill people. Guns kill people because if your neighbor gets upset with you, okay, and he doesn't have a gun, he's going to throw you a rock. Maybe you have time to run down the street and save your ass. Now, if he's got a gun, you're done. Unless you're I have a gun, then and he's oh, less beautiful. likely to pull out that gun. So let's play the game. Who's got the biggest gun in this world? Let's just play the game. Jean, I'm let's defending call myself. Jean-Claude oh. Van Damme and, and, and let's call this All the pigs from Hollywood. <laughs> and then we get into violent society. This topic, hey, that's how we got there. This topic actually segues into the next story what I had, which is, is one of the... It's a pig with a gun, eh? Oh, <laughs> This was actually breaking news earlier this morning where a shooter opened fire this morning at a middle school in Roswell, New was Mexico, injuring two students before he was taken into custody. Um, officials in uh, Texas actually said that a 14-year-old boy was flown there in critical condition and a 13-year-old girl was en route in serious condition. Uh, information from the nurses treating the boy indicated that he was the shooter's target. This occurred this morning at a middle school campus uh, where this uh, student was armed. Uh, this, uh, it occurred at Barendo Middle School as classes were about to start for a the A middle day. school student walked in with a gun? And shot well, two other that's students. that's the society we're building. Guys, it's video it's games. Eh? Video games. Take, take your kids off from those video games. Eh? <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, it's it's true. A lot of kids are stuck on videos. I, I'll tell you how many times when my kids were little, they were not. I had them very regulated. I never ever bought them a video game. They um, until they were already like young adults, like for Christmas. But when they were little, <laughs> they saved up for their own, and then I still monitored it. They they were you know they were anyways. But their friends, man, they would fight like little, little kids and they would fight with their parents because they they wanted to play. And, you know, you got to blame the parents. eh? Here's the deal. Billy Scott says the big question is how many of these guns on the streets? I guess he's talking about the guns that are killing people are owned by law abiding citizens. And that's a very interesting point. Of course, there are three point one million registered guns out there. And if there was, if guns were that bad and killing people, imagine how many more people would be dead. It's not the guns; it's, it's the, the guns. It's the it's people. The guns. We don't have ban- guns there ban- unless people die ban- less from violent crime. It is a fact. I it is a fact. I think it's normal. Guns help you to kill in a in a so moment of rage. And so do ropes. In a so moment of rage, um, it's much harder to try to stab a knife on somebody's heart. It is much harder, but it's very easy and, to pull the trigger. In China, it's very they, easy in, in a China moment of rage. They have a knife killing problem. You heard about that? They're mm-hmm. banning knives in China. Well, China, don't don't bring China into the table because uh, it's it's a whole different planet, okay? <laughs> I mean, if we get okay, started with one. China... We, we, we're let's, running out of time. Let's move on to a um, money-making story. Colorado marijuana dispensaries made huge sales in the first week of legal recreational marijuana selling. Owners of the 37 new dispensaries around the state reported that their retail sales went up to about together roughly 5 
million. Uh, there were so many customers to these dispensaries that there was plenty of video that we saw that there was lines going around these dispensaries uh, due to so many customers. Uh, it is the Colorado uh, is the first state to allow retail recreational marijuana sales to adults age 21 and older, as projected about nearly $600 million in combined wholesale and retail sales annually. I think it's okay. Um but I also think it's not okay. I think that the legalization of marijuana it should not be a legalization. It should be an un-illegalization. I was going to ask you that because I have a friend who smokes pot every day. And I said, hey, are you happy that they're legalizing? And he said, no, I don't want... The See, government to legalize just it. like just like every can you explain head, that to me? I'll yes, explain I'll, it. No, no, every, hey, anything, hey, hey, I'll no, explain uh, it. No, she's talking to me. I'll, I'll explain. explain. I want to no. talk to the expert. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Excuse me, Jose. Go ahead, Angel. You keep digging for data about the National Rifle Association <laughs> and uh, how wonderful that people are, and they're making our world better for everybody. Go ahead, Angel. Lobbying and distorting Washington real democracy, and then you tell me about pot and legalized because when you legalize legalize it the way that they want to legalize it then you put a you put a dollar value on them on it uh-huh. right so then it perverts wait wait a minute perverts, you didn't pay for your weed have you been getting your weed for free all this time? Where, dude? where do you get your weed for free uh, it perverts a hey, hey, a dollar value what's a dime supposed to be hey, my, my bud man deserves a little bit of money for, for the dollar for value. the risk hey. hey no no because then it, it no no but think uh, what do you think? No, let me put it this way. Where do you I, get? Where do you think you got your weed? Free enterprise, bro. Jose, dollar value. Let me tell you the the relationship to to the herb is relationship. Jose, I love my herb. Jose, <laughs> the, the, rela- the relationship with my dealer in the corner. <laughs> so beautiful, so romantic. It's a, it's all about it's the way you, the way the way you approach the herb, right? If if people look at it as illegal, like it's bad, then it's a stigma that's going to be with the herb, and there's nothing wrong with it. Then once you legalize it, and it becomes like a market value. It's already type a market thing. there. So here's the deal: but the problem it's is already but, a market. The problem what happens. It what happens? It becomes perverted. It needs to be no. Un- Isn't un-legalized. it perverted right now? No, it's, you know what? It's no, perverted already. It's already abused. It's abused. Angel, angel. Let me tell you. It's already no, a perverted marketing existence let me, already. Let me it's re- there. let me respond here. Hey, let me respond here. The problem is no, that let people, me respond, people you just finished responding. No, I didn't. You, you just I didn't finish. You said the thing over and over again. No, I didn't say it over and over again. I was talking. It's perverted. It's a relationship, and it's a dollar value. No, okay, that's all. Let I Let me explain to you because what happens. Get to your look, point concisely and quickly, so I can respond. No, well, no. <laughs> You get to your point concisely. Okay, here I go then. No, not now. <laughs> when it's your turn, fool. Shit. Why don't you ever add the L on the because, word fool? Because it, fool. It, it, fool? To, it could be food. It could be fool. It needs to be on the unillegalized, which will never happen. But, because we need to uh, we need to approach the herb for what it is. It's an herb. It's got gifts that it can be that can. <laughs> be, it's got gifts of, of medicine med, medicinal you know value. What? Now now okay. it can be abused. I, I have one. I have it one. It can be abused indeed. <laughs> it's the best. But but we're never we're never. It's 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 never. <laughs> Okay. Shoot. Yeah, okay. What makes you happy? What? Hmm? Mota? Shoes make me happy. Uh-huh. So, and they're the most beautiful thing. And they have these magic things, right? <laughs> they should um, 
not have like a market value for my shoes. <laughs> you know, they're so it, it makes me so happy and they're wonderful and they make my life better. <laughs> so no, watch, marijuana has a market watch, already. Watch. Angel, my, my turn. My turn no, to respond. No, let me, let my me turn to respond. No, hold on. You hold just on. finished, bro. Let let my turn, you. Angel. You just the next step. The you, next step of legalizing marijuana huh? is is to uh, regulate it like they regulate tobacco. And what yeah. ha and what's going to happen? Hell what's, yes. You're not okay, here's a, you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to grow it in your backyard. Here's and there's nothing wrong with here's that. A, here's and a that's why okay, and that's yes. why legalizing it's, marijuana it's shouldn't happen. Okay. It should be unlegalized. Okay, you marijuana. said that five times. My turn now. Here's the problem. Here's the problem I have. Here, here's the problem. Here's the problem. The problem is this: that the problem with this is the culture that digs the whole. Uh, marijuana use and the recreational use and or the medicinal use so-called or whatever for marijuana is now not liking it because it's on its way to legalization uh -huh. which becomes a very establishment and the whole idea let me finish now my it should not my be regulated turn. angel my turn The problem is that all of a sudden, the sexiness of the whole marijuana thing, the mm. subculture, and the, oh, look, I'm doing this kind of under the table. It should be legalized, but not really because I'm just a real rebel. And all of a sudden, it loses its sexiness, and yeah. you're yes. putting it under the guise of capitalism. Angel, you've yeah. been paying for it. Now so that's capitalism. Even have, the nerves and the moms are going to go and get the best Purple Kush. Yeah. And it was like a cult. Uh, How did you get it? Yeah. Where did you find it? Oh, who's your dealer? You know, yes. oh, he grew it. Oh, it's a Those hybrid. conversations are going to be over. Boring. Yeah, but then when you put a brand name on it, it's not sexy well, anymore. Well, no, that's not it. That's not it. What... what You know, I've already said what it's going to happen. It's going right, to start getting overregulated. We got to move on because we're, get in we're even so more far trouble. behind. <laughs> This is great. We're so far behind. On the next one. Uh, interesting topics, right? Let's move on to the last story of the night. Uh, this is actually out of Portland, Oregon. A 26-year-old Portland pimp has filed a $100 million lawsuit against Nike, claiming the shoe manufacturer is partially responsible for a brutal beating that helped him get a 100-year prison Peter sentence. Peter Piper, pick the pickle, 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 pickle. I love peppers. it. Portland Listen, pimp, brutal beating. Let me, let me try to get through his name. Sergio Giro Clardy. Let's just keep him to Clardy. Clardy <laughs> claims Nike should have placed a label in his Jordan shoes, warning consumers that they could be used as a dangerous weapon. He happens to be wearing a pair when he repeatedly stomped the face of a uh, John who was trying to leave a Portland hotel without paying Clardy's prostitute. This all occurred in June 2012. <laughs> so he was found guilty. He was found guilty by jurors of second-degree murder for using his, Jor his Jordans a deadly, as, as a, a dangerous way. weapon yeah. to beat the John's the face. Guy, to the a guy just wanted to give him a chanclado, and all of a sudden the guy ends up dead. I relate to the poor guy. He didn't mean to kill him. He just wanted to beat him with Nike? his Nikes. He's doing Nikes. So, So, he's suing Nike. That's a so he he's defending himself, and he wrote up this whole uh, written statement to Nike, uh, claiming that they should actually have a... Uh, he did this to Nike and to the other executives, uh, that he, they're failing to warn consumers about the danger of wearing Jordan shoes. So Manolo Blahnik should put the label to? <laughs> they should, right? Well, Because if somebody like, stumps you with a Manolo Blahnik stiletto, you're dead. <laughs> you know, he wrote that he's also tried to starve himself and kill himself multiple times. Well, that's a problem with our so litigious awful. society. You can choose any reason to, to sue people, which is ridiculous. That should be thrown out just for being ridiculous. If you kill a person, Person, 
whether you do it with but a you gun know what? You know or what? a wet noodle, it's <laughs> killing right. him, and, and it's your fault. It was done with intent. However, there's been crazy suits out there where people have won, like that woman that won from her coffee being too hot at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So now McDonald's has that label on their coffee cups. That oh, morning I got a story on that one. There's always two sides to a story. Um, I did a little research on that, and there's actually a very good documentary that I recommend people watch called Coffee, where it actually shows that that particular McDonald's had been had had like. 40 or 50 cases where people severely burned themselves and they reported it so, and McDonald's did nothing about it. They're still so too there's hot. There's background there. Severely. Hey guys, you know who I went up north to a jail years ago with Jorge mm-hmm. Diaz to interview the lady who intentionally put a finger in, in Las Vegas or in, in California, up north, north in California. In her food, right? Like in her fast food sandwich. Mm-hmm. Remember that uh-huh. case that she's like, oh, there was a finger, right? Mm-hmm. I interviewed her in jail uh, a year after her uh, trial and, and her sentence. Wow. I, I just remember that. You and, know, like, and she, she and went she to jail for tried that? tried to sue, I don't know if it was Burger King or McDonald's, da, da, da. And then on the process, they found out that she convinced these weird guy in, in Vegas to cut himself a finger and give it to her. And she traveled to California, put it in the sandwich and then made the whole show. <laughs> oh Isn't my that God. freaking weird? Uh, it is, really that crazy. is freaking weird. Oh, Does creepy. that happen in Europe? <laughs> no, because we don't have the the the, the, laws, the lawsuit system there is different. Yeah. For good and for bad, okay? Because then when you face a problem in your life, sometimes you feel a little bit more... Um, you have to deal with it with a broom? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Whack exactly. Them in the head. <laughs> Just like, oh, go and get drunk and cry, you know? And uh, But when you open that room to lawsuits, I mean, a lot of idiots are going to jump in the wagon yeah. and sue for whatever. That's normal. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so... So, Clardy is still in, in custody and he's still serving his so. sentence. But the suit has <laughs> been served to Nike and they have not responded yet to it. However, um, that is out already. <laughs> See, when it comes to prostitution, they just got to get rid of the middleman. The pimp? Yeah, get rid of the pimp. Well, prostitutes specifically just like have marijuana legalizing Prostitution mar- is a slavery. It's a form of slavery. That's what there is a pimp. Yeah, because they, mm-hmm. you know, Very well give put. them business, quote unquote, but they also take a percentage right. off of them and they control them. And there's a very well known that they beat them and abuse them and drug them to keep there's them. There's no thing like a, like a free spirit prostitute. I do it because I want to and I chose this profession and oh, I keep all the money. No, mm. the story is never like that. You mm. start digging and I've done a lot of interviews, mm. digging, digging, and then you find always the middle person mm. there. <laughs> okay, so uh, anything else, babe? That's what I have for tonight, guys. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the News and Dirty Laundry, thank you so much, Jackie Casas. Uh, news and Dirty Laundry every week at Twin Talk with Jose, 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 Jose and Angel. <laughs> this was very heated. We didn't even get past, uh, you know, two we or three. Like, we had like a whole bunch of other news. I took notes, but we never it's got... It's my fault. No. <laughs> I got in, into one round with Jose. Uh, I like, love like you, Jose. Old, like old times. Time, hey, that time. shooting was in Roswell, New Mexico, yes. right? Yes. Didn't the aliens stop there? Yeah, they did. <laughs> stop there. That's their pit stop. They crashed there. <laughs> On the way to Alaska. Somebody wanna. That, was, that was in the 40s, but they, now they stop in Colorado. All right. right? Well, we we got to go now. So when we come back, thank you, Jackie. That's hey, Jackie. And Kassel. I have to go. Are you leaving already? Thanks, guys. Uh, no. Oh, you got to go home to your baby? Uh, yes. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm a serious mom now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not chasing uh, serial killers anymore in the middle of the night or patrolling with a... It was a Downey uh, South Southgate. Mm-hmm. The Southgate Seven. Police. Uh-huh. <laughs>
Well, anyway, thanks for being on our show. Uh, Maria, thanks for being with us. I'm so glad you finally made it to Tilly's yes, Garage. Yes, I promise to come back another uh, evening and keep having fun. Of awesome. course. And then I'll bring some tapas. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Some tapas that Jose likes. Yes. Thank you, guys. Okay, thank you very much, Maria. And thanks, Jackie Casas, for the news in Durlandi. When we come back, Rooftop Revolutionaries and Patriot Pass. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And now it's time for my Patriot Pass. I'm tired of the way the so-called progressives react when I say I'm a conservative. So what? So I believe the feds should stay out of my life. I can make my own money, thank you. My ship can sink or sail freely. So I believe my money is my money. Don't tax me for your fake social programs. Then say it's only fair. So I believe in charity. But don't force it on me, especially when I can do a better job at it. So I believe that if it really is a woman's right to choose, where does the man or father come into play? Only when child support money is wanted? So I believe that illegal means illegal. Therefore, don't make your demands. Wait in line or stay in the proverbial shadows. So, I believe in the right to arm myself. Therefore, when the Fed goes tyrant, I can defend my family and yours. So, I believe tolerance means tolerance. Therefore, if any of this offends you, remember, many of your beliefs offend me. But I respect you. And that's my Patriot Pass. That was Jose exercising his right and his biggest muscle in his whole body, his mouth, doing his Patriot Pass. That's just because I need to speak up. Man. Anyway, so uh, thanks for indu- indulging me as you do you always. Mean enduring you, eh? Shit, <laughs> tolerating. See, I tolerate you, Holmes. <laughs> Shit. And now it's time for our music break. And when we come back, uh, the the artists uh, who perform this coming song that we are pr- going to pr- play right now, that our song guy Lane is going to put on, uh, is going to be on. This is Rooftop Revolutionaries with Folk Devils. Put it on, baby. Let's hear it.
Yeah, that's Rooftop Revolutionaries. Awesome, with Folk Devils. That was awesome, man. That was dope. Well, it's anyway. Ca- it's called Folk Devils? Folk Devils. Folk right. Devils. Right on. You know, we have... You know, I was going to start a band también, eh? It was going to be called Basement Conformist. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How about uh, Bathroom Pacifists? No, that doesn't fit for some reason. No, Charlie. Uh, How about Hotbox? <laughs> you don't know that one because you don't smoke. I don't know that. <laughs> Hotbox? Is that something I should know? See? Yes, indeed. It is something you should oblivious know. Is, I'm blissfully oblivious to that one. Um, um, our next guest, I'm so excited to introduce uh, this guest. Um, uh, my lady and I were able to go see um, uh, the, the amazing comedian and activist Lee Camp. We were so excited to see him recently. And opening up. Very fittingly, is that a word? Fittingly, uh, was this this group um, uh, led by Eleanor Goldfield and Brian Marshak with us here today from Rooftop Revolutionaries? It's Eleanor and Brian. <laughs> Welcome to Tia Luis's Garage. Thanks for making it over here, stepping over the leaf blowers and enduring my brother. So, uh, first of all, I learned. That um, uh, your name, Eleanor, I'm going to say it, Eleanor, hold on real quick, hold on. <laughs> Eleanor Goldfield was, you were named after Eleanor Aquitaine. Eleanor of Aquitaine, yes. Explain that. Oh, uh, well, she was a total badass. She lived till she was in her 80s in the 1100s, which was unheard of. She was also the queen of England and France, which was also unheard of. And she was married several times, which was unheard of wow and in her late 70s she rode across the alps on a horse in winter so naked (laughs) possibly you know what this is the part of history where you can kind of like massage it and make it your own so yes let's just say that she was naked and getting a massage yes yes of course well i find that very interesting i don't know why i found that interesting um uh rooftop rooftop revolutionaries and you guys don't pull any punches. You guys don't mince words. You guys are clearly out to make a statement. Yes. Um, do you do you worry about that? Because you know activism and music has always been hand in hand, but it doesn't always make for commercial success, no matter how awesome the music is. No, it's true, and it was something that we discussed when we first started the band. Was that you know you're going to alienate people by making this so staunchly political, and. My response, because I'm I'm the the big activist, so my response was fuck them. You're not going to please everybody, whether you even if you're pop friendly. I mean, even Katy Perry pisses people off. So yeah. I mean, regardless of who you are, you're going to alienate people. I so my a girl. point, <laughs> sweet. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea is basically like I I use this this art as a medium for what I want to say. You know what? You, you make a good point. I can barely hear myself. Who you cares? Make, <laughs> you make a good point. I think you planned it, huh? I did it, Angel. I didn't it happens anything. every show. No, you sound fine. You sound fine. Anyways, you make a good point Angel's, about... Uh, he's engineering it, so don't blame me. <laughs> you make a good, good point. <laughs> We're running, that's a scratch version. But you know what? I think right now is the time. I think... You know, I think I like maybe it's kind of ideal. Please don't idealistic tell us what you're thinking. thinking. But right now, we're kind of in a somewhat of a of a of a revolutionary time again. Kind of like I don't want to say like the '60s are coming back or anything like that. But 
you know, with a lot of the, uh, the you know, the uh, like the Occupy movement that yeah. happened and, uh, you know, with the advent of the Internet, all this kind of stuff is happening. So you guys are probably touching on something that, you know, it's you know, people well, yeah, are right there, for it. There is. And the Occupy movement, even though it, it, it had its issues, it did cause sort of this this awakening, particularly digital. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something that that. I, I talked about just today, actually, on this on this the digital platform is digital activism. It's huge. I mean, the Arab Spring would never have happened without mm-hmm. digital platforms. Um, so that's something that, like, be, because and of course, I mean, every band wants their music to be heard, mm-hmm. but also using this medium in a way to get across the activist message that I want to get across. Mm-hmm. And it's it is a good time right now because that is coming back. People are starting to realize that the system's fucked mm-hmm. and there's so much wrong with it, and mm-hmm. nothing's going to change until popular culture dictates. Because no movement has ever become successful without popular culture pushing it that way. Hey, yeah. Bri- hey Brian, you okay with all that? <laughs> <laughs> He's fixing uh, his hair. Give him a second. <laughs> Brian, Brian's from New Jersey. He's a Jersey boy. Now, uh, you okay with that? You okay with the... Uh, he doesn't with, have a mic. He has a mic. I got a mic. <laughs> okay. Uh, you got, you're a co-founder, it looks like, from what I read. I of, am. Of the, mm-hmm. So when uh, it's clearly, uh, according to Eleanor, she's, quote unquote, the activist. But clearly you have a, a belief system yourself. And uh, did you have, did you say, hey, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, Eleanor's done a great job of making anyone who's a fan, anyone who actually follows the news, anyone who actually has a voice and wants to voice it, an activist. She's kind of opened the envelope as far as what you can be as an activist. You don't need to be protesting or yelling from a rooftop necessarily to be an activist. So, I mean, she's kind of encompassed a lot of things into the message, and for that, I'm, I think it's a good thing. I think I'm proud of her for that reason. Is that where the name comes, Rooftop? Um, I was living on a roof, actually, in Silver Lake. Um, not in a tent or anything. Like an actual... I know it sounds <laughs> a like... A lot of people live hippie. in a roof over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me just put that out there. Um, it was actually a really odd setup. It was a two-story apartment building, and it looked like somebody had just dropped a, an old craftsman house on top of this <laughs> apartment building, and that was my house. And it was perfect for audio because uh-huh. I had a floating floor, and no one ever heard me. And I actually started the... Uh, actually started it as a political group and then when I when Brian and I reconnected it was kind of obvious that we would keep the name so uh, I know you're startled because the garage door is opening this is how it rolls here in Theo Luis's garage <laughs> literally it, it rolls <laughs> yes it's a roll up door uh, Willie Bass just walked in he's going to be getting ready for the, his show coming on after Twin Talks to tune in at, at 9.05 for that Anyway, but let's continue. Um, I was, first of all, I must say to the musicians in the band, amazing. You guys had an acoustic set when we saw you live. Mm -hmm. And when I listened to your EP, turns out it's not acoustic. It's electric, which sounds... So I I thought you guys were an acoustic band. But I kept, you could ask my girl who's here. I kept uh, remarking at the amazing musicianship. Amazing. Great job on that. Tell me, tell me about your musicians in your band. There's four, four of you, right? Five altogether. Five altogether. There's, tell us about. There's a, uh, a musically, uh, or classically trained drummer. Is that the case? I'm a classically trained opera singer. You're an opera singer. Yeah. Then you, then you, then you. And then I fell in love with Axel, Axel Rose. Axel Rose. Rose. And that just ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> just fucked me up. There is a drummer whose name is uh, Stan. There's a bass player whose name is Mike. There's a guitar player named Colin. 
who also does background vocals, and there's me. You'll you, you'll never be accused of being uh, long winded. That no. was no. concise and to the point. <laughs> but I did. But you've got an orchestral conducting, experienced drummer and an opera singer, and and uh, who else? Uh, you were a session musician, so you guys are yeah. you guys are pros. And Colin was also a session musician, and so was Mike. I mean, we do have a tremendous collection of musicians. They have drum solos in the orchestra. I guess so, man. Sometimes, sometimes. Really? With, with levitating drum sets and yeah. pyrotechnics. Oh, right on. Eh? Just Shit goes upside down. You've, just been, on you've just been watching the wrong orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, hey, shout out to Mike, Tom, and Colin. Eh? And I know you're listening. Hey, so um, we just played Folk Devils. It was a great track. Love it. I love this album. Uh, let our listeners- I like the sound of your rock. Because I didn't go to your show. I couldn't make it that day. My brother was. Why not? Uh, yes, what I Because <laughs> Jose was going. No, nah. nah, uh, uh, I really wanted to. I just couldn't that day. But it, it's got a. But I listened to the stuff you you said. Man, it's pretty pretty like good stuff. It's yeah. refreshing. I'll tell you, it's really refreshing because you see, you hear a lot of bands that do really good stuff, but it doesn't have like an edge of real. Um, and that's real, what, genuine. And yours sounds like it's real. Like it's like. Fuck, I, I uh, and they're coming out of here, eh? Let them talk, eh? talk, bro. No, I'm excited. <laughs> He's excited. That's good. The funny Be thing excited. about the Be band excited. is that I'm actually the only person who's 100% US American. Citizen. Yes, that's true. Mm. Everyone the, from the uh, band is foreign. What are you? I'm half Swedish, half American. So, um, and the nice mix. We're Mexican Americans. Oh. <laughs> Mexican Americans. I'm, I'm half Jewish, half Swedish, and that that doesn't happen that often. That's why I'm so <laughs> fucked up. Uh, the drummer's Estonian. The bass player's. Swedish. I'm a stoner too, eh? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You'd have so much in common. And the uh, other guitar player is Canadian. So Brian here is the only one that's 100. percent But see, I would yeah. be remiss if I, I wouldn't be remiss if I didn't have you explain or talk a little bit about the lyrics of the song. Being mm-hmm. activists. Your songs are all have a political message. Yes. And Folk Devils, tell us about that. We just played it. It rocked. Well, Folk Devils is, uh, is a phrase that was coined basically uh, because of corporate media and the government creating scapegoats for issue, to keep people's attention away from issues that are actually happening. So, for example... Benghazi. Yeah. Well, it, it actually started as like... So, for example, like the drug, the drug war. It's like that was a completely made-up folk devil... To take people's attention off of what was really happening, which was the neocons were coming into power and they were completely like stripping regulation from the government and creating the, a, a, a basically like a field day for corporations yeah. to take over. Uh-huh. And it was like, oh, pay attention to the drug war. And now you have gay marriage. And now you have you have all the like you have Katy Perry is like fucking this person. Bridgegate. <laughs> Who cares about a yeah, bridge? Exactly. And, and while while people were bitching and moaning about Chris Christie and the Bridgegate. The TPP, TPP fast track, TPP, yep. like mm-hmm. somebody's like, and, and everyone's like, oh, I don't even know what that means. It's like exactly because yep. you're worried about some fucking bridge in New Jersey. Yep. Like, who cares? The Trans-Pacific, hey, New Jersey, yes, <laughs> partnership, yes. Or New Jersey. Like yeah, which so is which is. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, that's folk devils. Sorry. Basically, folk devils are those stories that the mm-hmm. corporate media creates to keep your attention off of the issues that are really happening. Awesome, brilliant, brilliant. I dig it. <laughs> Thank you. So. I love it when there's music that's you know that's from the nuts, and but but a message and also my heart you know? and also cerebral. <laughs> I think I contend. I use his for that. I, I, guess. I contend as a fan of rock and roll and as a fan as a, of the female uh, musician. All female rockers have nuts. <laughs> Lita Ford, uh, uh, what's a Joan Jett, 
and all those others. They all rocked. They had balls. But uh, so your next song, you're going to perform for us live. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in the uh, it's, it's acoustic track, obviously. Tell us about that song. Um, well, this song is uh, it's called mm-hmm. Runaway, and it's basically dedicated to the people in my generation that want to step away from the issues at hand. They want to run away. They want to preach escapism and, and get away from the issues and pretend like they don't matter. And Runaway is basically a song that tries to to tell them face-to-face, like, please pay attention to what's going on because mm. this time is ours and this place is scarred and it's your job to make it better. So, that's Well, will you please say, play that for us, ladies and gentlemen? Absolutely. And Luis's Garage with Runaway. It's Rooftop Revolutionaries.
Just listen to Rooftop Revolutionaries doing an acoustic version of Runaway on Twin Talk stop with Jose it, and Angel. Stop it, stop it. Wow, that was pretty dope. And they did it with the breaking strings and all. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I feel bad. You guys got a slightly crippled version. I'm, no, that's a good <laughs> handicap. It's the deal. It's Steel Luis's garage version. Awesome job. Um, I remember you performed that uh, at the uh, event the other day, and I'm glad that you were yeah. willing to do it for us here oh, today. Of course. Honored that you did it. Uh, tell us a little bit about that song. I mean, you did you was this purely written by yourself or? or no, your... Brian and I pretty much write everything together. Um, and usually, usually the only song on the record that I pretty much wrote on my own was got was the last track. Um, Brian, how did you come up with music for that, Brian? With a broken string, right? With a broken string. Exactly. <laughs> you got You got a microphone. <laughs> Can't find my mic. I got five strings. Um, this is always an interesting question. What did you write that about, or what were you thinking about? That I have no memory of writing that song. It yeah. just it That's just kind of happened. Yeah. Um, I like the chord progression. More importantly, when you write with someone, I think it's like how you bounce ideas off one another. Mm. So I kind of played it, and I was like, "Ooh, ooh, what's that? I like that." And just ten minutes later, you had that song. Mm. And you know, there's yeah, plenty that- of other days during the week that you'll play something that you think is really great, and it's like. How long you, how long you guys been together? <laughs> well, a rooftop revolutionaries. Rooftop revolutionaries has been together about a year and a half or two years. Mm-hmm. But Brian and I have written together for about seven. Mm-hmm. Do you guys take pride in the fact that you're an LA based band? I dig. Yes, it. I do. Even though you're from Jersey. Even though I'm from Jersey. <laughs> Even though it kills the East Coast mentality. Um, <laughs> I take pride in being an LA artist in the sense that um, think about the music that came before us from LA. Mm. Think about the bands that came here from right. all across the world mm-hmm. to represent Los Angeles. But more importantly, I take pride in the fact that I'm a modern LA artist because of what isn't happening here right now. Mm. And Very I'm trying point. to make something happen here that is a little reminiscent of the past, but also is uh, moving forward in the sense that, you know, rock and roll to me was an LA sound from mm. the doors to Guns N' Roses mm-hmm. to Christ. I mean, you can keep going. Like Buck yeah. Cherry is a, a relatively modern artist. And it's like, who in our age group is doing that besides our friends, you know, <laughs> bands that we've already like done shows well, and with. Also, and also the idea of, you know, taking that at, from where, from what you've come. I mean, we wouldn't know each other if we hadn't both moved to LA mm-hmm. from two totally different parts of the world, but also the idea that you're taking the past of LA's rock scene and infusing it with a social 
and political mm-hmm. meaning mm-hmm. that is so desperately needed. So yeah, I'd- I'm a big fan of that. You know, there are bands that come to mind. The first one that comes to mind that really had commercial success, of course, is Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Um, and and I have a little story on that. I went to see them years ago at Lollapalooza, and it blew me away. I was yeah. it was so infectious. I want to go out there and just start moshing and going crazy because the, their beats and Zach just went out and he could have said anything to me and I would have said yeah you're right dude <laughs> but the funny thing is that I heard some of his message and I don't mind saying there's a lot of messages out there that I don't agree with but it doesn't matter at least I'm hearing the message and I'm also enjoying the music while I'm at it which I think is great about what you guys do because you have a great sound and a good message and that's the thing it's like art and music and film and everything like that has the ability to to get people to engage without them even realizing initially. You'll be moshing or you'll be watching a film or enjoying a piece of art and, and then all of a sudden it dawns on you, holy shit, that's what they're talking about. And that's what's so great about it is that people will engage through entertainment and that's why creative activism is so powerful. Now, um, Billy Scott chimes in on Facebook. I like it, creative activism. He says, looking at her pick and hearing at that voice, good lord. <laughs> or, as, or as Angel would say, shoo. <laughs> now your parents uh, I heard I heard that your parents were pretty um, um, uh, politically speaking pretty left center did they encourage and your father went to Juilliard is that what yeah the, he was the youngest kid to ever get into Juilliard when he was 10 wow so it rubs off but <laughs> but did they uh, condone first of all you becoming a rock star and also an activist how did that take part um, actually they didn't condone me becoming a rocker because my dad's now now a, a professor so when I dropped out of college, they were both like, "What the fuck are you doing?" With yourself? <laughs> um, but uh, in terms of the in terms of the activism, they were always pretty supportive of that. They I started as an environmental activist, just walking around picking up trash. No GMOs. <laughs> yeah, before even before I knew what that was, I would just walk around the neighborhood picking up trash, which solidified my reputation as a hippie. But they were always really. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that I was allowed to watch during the week was news. Just don't pick up any white trash. <laughs> In North Carolina, that's relatively impossible. So, <laughs> so we have, we're running out of time. We're coming up against another show, but we want to give you the opportunity. Run away. Run. We want to give you the opportunity to pimp, well to pimp any shows on Facebook or your, your, your music. Where yeah, where's your next show? I want to go. We have a music go. video coming out soon, don't we? We do have a music video for Folk Devils coming out soon. Ah, um, our next show has not been... Been, uh, solidified yet we're looking towards um we're doing February. a may 10th show yeah we're, we're doing may 10th with united we stand uh, the free and equal elections are putting it on at poly pavilion with um awesome yeah public enemy. with wu-tang clan wu-tang oh, public enemy and wu-tang public clan? Enemy, yeah. Yeah. we are so there dude yeah, yeah. are you guys good? you're on the bill huh? yeah. yes we are Dang. Yeah. Can we so go up there and introduce you guys? <laughs> I yeah, love it. Yeah. I'll bring you let's up. Angel. Make, let's make it happen. We'll make it happen. So, and social media, I'm where down. do they find your music? Please let everyone know where to find uh, RooftopRevolutionaries.com. You can find our album on our website as well as iTunes and Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it's at RooftopRev for Twitter and Facebook.com slash RooftopRevolutionaries. Well, thanks so much for coming to Theolicious Garage. Thanks very much thanks for so playing much for, for us. us. We are Thank so you. honored. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge. I believe and now it's stuck there And time flies Will you come out To the light and I'll wait for you One more time 
listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Kick back and listen. The truth is simple. There's no need for long-winded discussion or the whole of your vocabulary to justify it. The truth is simple. It's black or white, good or bad, the force or the dark side. Indeed, it can be ambiguous sometimes, but it's simple. So if you think it's a vote or perhaps that it may hurt, you're probably caught up inside on the details instead of dwelling inside of the truth. The truth is simple. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. And we want to thank you once again for tuning in to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's garage. Because Tuesdays is Twins Day. And we do it on TwinTalkCast.com. Also on Live365.com. Just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. Please go to RooftopRevolutionaries.com. Check them out. They're awesome. Uh, check out their music, their album, Resolute is available on iTunes and all those other platforms. And please tune in next week. We thank you so much. Tune in. Stay tuned because Tales from the Sunset Strip is on next with our man Willie Bass. Right on. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, he's got some good... I forget. He's just got good people. Always got... He's got the connections. He knows everyone in the business. Anyways, tune in for that and uh, he'll be on in about five minutes. And we thank you so much. Tune in next week. We're going to have an awesome show for you guys. Good night, y'all. Shoo!